Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. Today we are learning Daf Lamed Aleph Amud Beis, and we're starting on Daf Lamed Aleph Amud Aleph towards the bottom, about six lines from the bottom. We learned earlier a machlekes Ambaya and Rava about Amashkin, about collateral, meaning. If Ruvain lends Shimon money and Shimon designates collateral, um, so do we, and then he defaults on the loan and the collateral needs to be paid as repayment of the loan, do we say that that collateral retroactively already belonged to him from the time of the loan? Or do we say no, it's only from the default where the collateral is given to him that from then it's considered his? The Gemara said that that's a machlekes Abaya and Rava. Abaya says lemafreya hu goiva that it's retroactive. Rava says mikanu lahaba hu goiva that it starts from now. And today's Gemara, starting six lines from the bottom and the bottom of lamed aleph amud aleph, the Gemara is going to try to say that this machlekes is really a machlekes tanoim. Zokti Gemara leimo ketanoi. Let's say that this machlekes is a machlekes tanoim. Because we have a b'risa that says as follows. Similar to our Mishnah, but it's not the same. Yisrael shehilvel l'nochri al chemtzai. A Yisrael lent a goy money al chemtzai. And the collateral was the chametz of the goy. So the chametz of the goy was, was designated as collateral to the, uh, to the yid. Uh, fascinatingly, the, this Brisa says, Pesach After Pesach, the Yid, you're allowed to have Hana from that Chametz. The Chametz that the guy designated as a Mashkin for the Yid is considered Mutter to have Hana from after Pesach. That's the Tanakhama's Shita. Mishum Rab Meir Amru. In the name of Rab Meir, they said Oiver. They said that if a guy designates chametz as a mashkin for a yid, after Pesach, you are over. Zakti Gemara, it seems very clear. My love, Bahokom Iflugi. Isn't it true that this is the machlaikis? The marsovar, lemafreyahu goive. The one that holds that the that you're over, the one that holds that, that, it, that it belongs to the Yid, he holds he holds that it goes retroactively. So if the guy had designated Chametz to be the Mashkin for a Yid, and then he defaults on his loan, that Chametz then belonged to the Yid on Pesach. So, you can't, so you're over, you're over, that's Bal Yerob, Bal that you're over, you can't have enough from it. Umar Savar, the one that says you're not over, he'll, he'll say, he'll say that when the Yid collects the Chametz, he's only collecting it after Pesach, it did not belong to him on Pesach. Zakti Gemara, that that is, uh, that's a beautiful idea, but it's not, it doesn't work out in the continuation of the Brice of Atispara. Can this be true? Amo Seifa, look at the Seifa of this Brice, a surprising Seifa. The, the, the Brisa says in, in the opposite scenario, where a guy lent a Yid money, and the Yid then designated Chametz as collateral for the guy, 
The Brisa says, "Laachar haPesach after Pesach, divrei hakol over." Everybody holds that the chametz that the yid designated for the guy, you're over. Now, one second. If that, if we say lemafreya who goyve, the same way that the one who said lemafreya who goyve when the guy designated it for a yid was in trouble. In this case, the one that says lemafreya who goyve when the yid designated it for the guy. Should be should be sitting pretty because the because lemafreya the the chametz is is um, lemafreya the chametz was in the rishus of the guy, but that's not so the Gemara says the the it should be the opposite lemanda omar hosam over the one that said there you're not over 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 here you should be over. Lamanda Omar Hosam Oiver, the one that said over there that you are Oiver, that it is considered the Rishus of the Yid, because we say Lamafreya Ugaiva. So Hocha So over here we should say that you're not Oiver, because over here it's in the Rishus of the Guy. So the Gemara says no. I'm turning the Omit to Daflam and Aleph Omit Bays. Zakti Gemara no. Ella. Hocha b'maya askinon kegoin sheher hinoi etzloi v'komiflagi b'derab yitzchot. Now, really, everyone holds mikanu lahaba hugaiva. That's that's across the board. Everyone holds mikanu lahaba hugaiva. And the 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 truth is that the amashkin amashkin. If it was in the if 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 a yid designated the mashkin for a guy, so then. That and, and then, then when Pesach is over, that should be a problem. That, that should, yes, that should be a problem because it belong, it still belonged to the yid over Pesach. And if a guy designated chametz as a mashkin for a yid, then after Pesach, it should not be a problem because it was in the rishos of a guy. However, over here we're talking about similar to what we mentioned earlier in, in on Amid Aleph. We're talking about a case where the mashkin was not merely designated, but it was deposited, it was given to the lender. And there's still a machloikas here, a fascinating machloikas. The machloikas is the din of Rabbi Yitzchak. Let's see Rabbi Yitzchak's din. The Omar Rabbi Yitzchak, because Rabbi Yitzchak said, Minayan labalchoiv shakayna mashkin. How do you know that a balchayv is kaina mashkin? In other words, that if the lender, not just that the mashkin was designated for the for the lender, but the mashkin was actually deposited by the lender. The lender is now holding the mashkin in his hands. How do we know that the balchayv is not only is he holding a mashkin, but he acquires that mashkin? The mashkin is considered his. Shanemar, as the Pasuk says, Ulecha Tietzedaka. The Pasuk says, the Pasuk is talking about if somebody gives a mashkin that they need. You know, like someone gives his, his pillow as a mashkin, and then the night time comes and he needs a pillow. So the Pasuk says that it's a that the person holding the mashkin should give it back to the borrower to use when he needs it. And to you, it will be a tzedakah, it will be a righteousness that you did that. Frekti Gemara, one second. Imeinoi koine, 
if the Balchayv, if the lender is not Kaina the Mashkin, it may not Kaina Mashkin, if he's not Kaina the Mashkin, Tzedakah Minayin. So then what's the Tzedakah? In other words, if you give me a Mashkin because I, because I lent you money, and it comes the night time and you need it, well, it's you, Be'etzem, it's yours, so of course I have to give it to you. If the Torah says I should give it to you and it will be a Tzedakah, it must be, must be that really it's mine. And yet the Torah is telling me that it's a chesed for me to allow you to use it. So mikan l'balchayv shekayne mashkin. From here you see that a balchayv is kayne a mashkin. Okay, now let's take this information and plug it in to our b'raisa. Tanakama savar, the Tanakama holds that this din of Rabbi Yitzchak, Hani Mili, these words are true, Yisroel mi Yisroel. If the, both the lender and the borrower are yidden, and then what the, <coughs> the borrower gives the lender a mashkin, so then the lender is, is, owns the mashkin. That's when we say the Pasuk of Lecha Tietzdaqah. But if a yid is taking a mashkin from a guy like honey, then he's not, he's not kaina. And therefore, in our case, if the, when the yid lent the guy money and the guy designated, the guy gave chametz to the yid as a mashkin, the yid is not kaina because we only say that the, the owner of the mashkin is kaina when both sides are yidden, not when the giver is a guy and the recipient is a yid. Reb Meir, who said you are over, that the Yisrael is kind of the mashkin, Reb Meir Sava, Reb Meir says no, Kalvachaymer. It's, it's of course, it's a Kalvachaymer. Yisrael mi Yisrael kani. When a Yisrael gives his fellow Jew a mashkin, we say that, that uh, it's, such, it's so strong that you're kind of. Yisrael minachri leikolshikain, certainly if a yid is being kainah from a guy, it has that taikif, it has that strength, that you're kainah the mashkin. And that's why when the nachri was giving the Yisrael the mashkin, because the Yisrael had lent the guy money, that's why there's a machlaikis, the Tanakama and Reb Meir. However, the other way around, if you remember, they both agreed on the other way around, that you're over. So, Avon Nochri Shehilves Yisrael Al Chemtsoyachar Apesach. But if a guy lent a yid money, and the yid gave the guy chametz as a, as a mashkin, everybody holds that a guy is not kind of the yid's mashkin. Divrei Hakol over, everyone holds your over. Hasam Vadai, because over there for sure, Nochri Mi Yisrael Loikani. A guy is not kaina a mashkin for a yid. That's a Yiddish zach that a person is kaina a mashkin and a, a guy is not kaina the mashkin of a yid. Okay, so that's the resolution of that Gemara. Zakti Gemara, now that we have this information, let's look back at our Mishnah. Tanam. In our Mishnah it said, Nachri shehilves Yisrael al if a guy lent a yid money and the yid designated a chametz as a mashkin, after Pesach, it's mutter behano. 
So now that means the guy is holding the yin's chametz as a mashkin and it's mutter ba'ana. One second, we just said that that doesn't work. Nihinami dehirhina yatslay. True. Okay. So I'll. So 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 we mentioned before. It, it's true that that he actually deposited it by him. So the guy is holding on to the mashkin. But you said that a guy is not kinda a mashkin from a yid. Amrit, but didn't you say that a guy is not kinda a mashkin from a yid? Zakti Gemara loy kasha. The Gemara says it's not a kasha. Ha de Omar lay me achshav. Ha de lay Omar lay me achshav. That it depends when you, when a, when a yid deposits a mashkin by a guy. The guy is taka not kaina. But if a yid says to the guy, "It'll be yours starting now," then the guy is kaina. So there is a scenario where a guy could be kaina a mashkin from a yid if the yid spells out may achshav. How do you know that if the yid spells out may achshav, that it now becomes the guy? And how do you know this shani lay that there's a difference between heicha de omar may achshav? Between a case where he says meyachshavu bein heicha deloy omar meyachshav and a case where he does not say meyachshav, because we have a brisa detanya, because it says in a brisa nochri shehirhin pasporni eitzel yisrael, a guy that deposits pasporni. Pasporni means a large bread, a chash of a bread, by a yisrael as a as a mashkin. Enoi <coughs> over. The yid is not over. The yid is not over. The im omar loy he gatich, but if he says to him um, that like it reached you that, that you have it over, then he is over. Maishna reisha umaishna seifa. What's the difference between the reisha and the seifa? Why is it that in one case we say you're not over, but if the guy says you got this, then then he is over. So what do you see from here? You see that there's a difference between if he says um, or if he doesn't say that when you say he got it's like saying and he's kaina. Okay, Zakti Gemara and one more halacha. Tanu Rabbanon we learned in a brisa. Chanus shel Yisrael. If you have a store that's owned by a yid, umoli shel Yisrael, and the content of that store, the produce in that store belongs to the yid. However, the store has goyisha workers who payale nachrim nichnasim sham, and goyisha workers come in there. If chametz is found there after Pesach, you assume that it's the Yid's chametz. Even though there were Gaiusha workers there, you assume it's the Yid's chametz. Certainly, you cannot eat it. Chanus shel nachri. However, if the store belongs to a guy, umalei shel nachri, and the produce of that store belong to the guy. And, and Yiddish workers are working there and they're going in and out. So then the flip side is true that Chomets that's found there after Pesach is Mutter Ba'achila, even though there are Yiddish workers, but we still assume that the Chomets is from the produce of the store, and certainly you can have Hana from it because it's the, it belongs to the store.
Zok de Mishnah. Chometz shenof lo olav mapoilas. If a building fell onto chometz, a wall or a building, there's a mapoilas, there's now a pile of large stones on top of this chometz. Harehu kemevur, it's like it's destroyed. You're not mechoyiv to take apart that pile of stones in order to reach the chametz, in order to destroy it, the fact that it's under this uh, this uh, fallen building, it's under this debris, that already makes it mevur. It's already it's already um, it's already uh, considered uh, gotten uh, gotten rid of for Pesach. Reb Shememing Amliel Oimer, Reb Shememing Amliel qualifies this, and he says, "Kol she'ena kelav yochel lechapes acharov." As long as the dog cannot search after it, in other words, if it's not, it has to be buried deep enough below the surface that a dog won't be able to to scratch away at the uh, at the rocks and push them and pull them until he can pull out the chametz. Because if so, then it's considered still existing and accessible, and it's not considered mevuar. Zakti Gemara Amar Rav Chista Rav Chista said, "V'tzarech sheyavatel b'libay." Even though the halacha is that, even though the halacha is that you can leave it alone if it's under this pile of debris, but tzarech sheyavatel b'libay, you have to be mevatelit, and you still could do say kol chamira and be mevatelit. Now, how deep do you have to bury the chametz? Tana. The Braisa says, How deep is the ability of a dog to search for it? So the Gemara says, Three Tvachim deep. Rav Acha said to Ravashi, Interestingly, This that Shmuel said, nothing to do with Pesach. This that Shmuel said, and the halachas of being a a a a a bal pikadon of of holding a pikadon for someone ksafim ein lahem shmira ella bekarka that the only appropriate shmira the only appropriate protection for money that you're holding for someone is to bury it in the ground if it's not buried in the ground then it's considered a pshia that's the best protection is put it under the floorboards so frakti gemara does that mean that it has to be three tefachim below the ground. Should we learn from our sugya that just like by chametz it needs to be three tefachim underground, so to a pikadain, so to money needs to be stored three tefachim under the ground? Oiloi or not? Omar lay said to him, not. Why? Over here we're dealing with food. Food has a smell, and a dog has a very good sense of smell. So up to three tefachim, we think the dog will know this food down there and he'll pull it apart and pull it out. But But when we're talking about money, the dog doesn't want the money and the dog can't smell the money. So it's just a question of putting it out of sight. To cover from eyes. So it's just It's just about you know putting it out of sight. You don't need three tefachim v'kama. So how much do you need? from bar papa from bar papa from sichra said that the appropriate depth of money to be able to store it tefach is a tefach. You have been listening to a shear from shasilluminated.org. For other shiurim on many topics, or to hear an eon shear on any daffin shas, including maramakaymas on each shear please visit www.shasilluminated.org.
To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS. That's 203-312-7427 or email info at shasilluminated.org.